Welcome to The Road to Rural Prosperity, featuring stories about rural Oklahoma and rural America. Guiding us on the journey today is our host, Ron Hayes. Thank you, Billy, and welcome to another edition of The Road to Rural Prosperity. I'm Ron Hayes, pleased to have along with us the Executive Director of the Department of Commerce for the State of Oklahoma, Brent Kisling. We've actually had a chance to talk to Brent a couple times in our podcast series, but we wanted to bring him back in to get a quick update on where we are with about a month to go when it comes to the count for the 2020 Census, Oklahoma, making an all-out push to try to get to at least 4 million citizens counted here in 2020. Brent Kissling says that is a recipe for success if we can get it done. We're back with Brent to see how we're doing. Today's Road to Rural Prosperity podcast being powered by OPSRC, the Oklahoma Public School Resource Center. And we're back with Brent Kissling here in just a few moments. Headquartered in Oklahoma City, the Oklahoma Public School Resource Center envisions a quality public education for every child in Oklahoma, and their mission is to drive transformation and increased academic achievement within Oklahoma's public education system. The Resource Center is a nonprofit organization that provides essential resources, professional development, and technical assistance to the state's public schools. They advocate for high-quality instruction for all Oklahoma students and support increasing classroom innovation to provide them a challenging, globally competitive education. With communities from border to border, Bank First lenders understand the needs of today's agricultural market. Whether you need to purchase land, equipment, or livestock, or maybe need an operating line of credit, call on Bank First. They are a certified lender with the Farm Service Agency and can help with specialized financing when other banks can't. Bank First is proud to serve the needs of the Sooner State's agricultural market. Bank First is loyal to Oklahoma and you. Member FDIC, loan subject to approved credit. We're talking now with Brent Kissling, uh, who is, of course, uh, uh, with the Oklahoma Department of Commerce, executive director here. And uh, Brent, one of your duties over the uh, really the last year or thereabouts now has been working on the census, the, the 2020 census early on. The governor said, hey, we want to really make sure we count everybody. And that, that's been your job since then, right? Right. The census has been a top priority for the state administration ever since the election last year. And uh, I was fortunate that the governor appointed me as the chair of our state uh, complete count committee last summer. Uh, But uh, the Department of Commerce has been involved in the census well before that. Uh, We spent most of 2019 working on the data part of uh, what the U.S. Census Bureau uh, works on. Because, Mm -hmm. as you know, everybody gets uh, something in the mail. And in order for you to get something in the mail, you have to have first your address in their database. And so we spent a lot of time in 2019 updating the databases with the census. Bureau and making sure that everybody was included. We actually led the nation in the number of addresses that were added to the Census Bureau database, and and I think that's going to reap us huge rewards next year. Now, you know, obviously the the kind of the process as they they made the call that you know here we're doing the, the census again, everybody. Uh, they they did indeed send that information out via mail, but then also the process is that you can actually get online. And is this really about the first time you can do uh, uh, registration online? Yes, 2020 census is the first time in American history that you can fill your 
your your census information out online. And I would suggest that all of your listeners go to okletscount.org. That is our state website. It has all of the resources you might need. You can download uh, information to post on social media, uh, things you might want to uh, to put in the papers or on the radio or on television, videos that might be added. But you can also, right off the top, you can click on uh, the banner that says sign up here. Uh, it'll take you directly to the U.S. Census Bureau website. And, and if you got something in the mail, it's going to have a code on there. You can plug in the code and get started. But there's also a link that says, I never got anything in the mail. I've, I don't know that I'm counted. You can click there and go through the exact same process. So, you know, along the way of getting all this up and running and, and everything happening in the, in the early days of 2020, had uh, had a little pandemic come along. That, how, did that, how did that change everything, Brent? Well, it changed things actually significantly. We had a huge partnership going with our libraries in Oklahoma uh, to be able to uh, have folks who didn't have broadband access or access to a computer or handheld device. Uh, that was supposed to be their local location where they could go sign up. Um, but fortunately, we approached the census. Uh, in 2019 and 2020, similar to you would with a political campaign. We had a chairman. We have a chairman, chairwoman in each of the 77 counties. So we've had a ground game in place for the last 12 months. And any time that we see that there might be an issue in that area, we can go to those local committees and local chairs and set something up. And so a lot of our communities that maybe didn't have access to a, a community center or someplace like that, so that folks could access a computer or, or broadband connectivity. Uh, we, we brought in mobile units. We used partners. We used uh, the tribes. We used community action agencies and councils mm-hmm. of government, nonprofit organizations. Uh, the state really came together to solve a problem, and, and uh, I think it's going to be great for us for years to come. Now, we, we can go online, obviously, and check numbers. How, how are we doing? Well, we're 41st right now in the nation in our response rate. 58% of our Oklahoma families have responded at this point. The national average is about 63%. Uh, So that makes us 41st in the nation, which is uh, top 10 on the wrong end of the spectrum. Um, the, The fortunate thing is that in 2010... We were uh, 48th in our response rate. So at least we have approved, improved significantly since last uh, last census. Uh, but, Ron, we've got a long ways to go yet and, and a short time to get there. How do you do it? Well, it starts with getting the word out and making sure in your local community people realize that it's it's time to do it now. Uh, that's why we've partnered with uh, with you, with your daily email. That's why we partner with radio stations and, and media outlets all across the state, just to make sure that folks know uh, that now is the time. And, and by the end of September, uh, we need to have self-responded. Um, so it, it starts there. Uh, talk about it with uh, the folks that you drink coffee with at your church, uh, any organizations you might have. Uh, if you've listened to the governor or any of the legislature recently, any time that they have a stump speech right now, they are talking about the census. Um, it, it affects our federal funding. And it affects our representation. It affects representation in Washington, but also on the local level. If you're a... Uh, if you live in Burlington or Broken Arrow or Altus, uh, you want to make sure that you are represented at the state capitol. And those same census numbers that the U.S. Census Bureau collects mm-hmm. are the ones that our state legislature uses to uh, to draw our state lines. Now, you indicated that uh, everybody's trying to get that word out. There's also some, uh, uh, I forget the name, the product. 
proper uh, name of these what, enumerators, folks that are out actually knocking on doors yeah. that don't have what a uh, an actual address in the database. That is that is true. In order to get something in the mail, you have to have a what they call a city style address. So you have to have mm-hmm. you know one two three South Main Street as your address. In Oklahoma, we have a lot of folks that have a rural route mm-hmm. or uh, or something that can't be uh, GPS designated. And so uh, the Census Bureau has used the uh, update and leave process, which means they update the information and they leave a form hanging on your door uh, for you to fill out, go online, you can mail it in, you can call in uh, on a phone number. Um, So you can do it that way. Mm -hmm. And then if you have not responded, then yes, enumerators will come to your neighborhood and will try to determine how many people live in each of the homes. And so because of COVID, the the dates kind of got all jumbled up, didn't they? They did. Originally, uh, the self-response date deadline was July 31st. Mm And uh, and then whenever COVID hit and it, I mean, the the field offices for the Census Bureau were shut down for several months. And so they pushed everything back. And and the reason why you were supposed to self-respond by the end of July was so the U.S. Census Bureau could get the information, uh, work through it, verify all of the addresses and then send the information to the president by December 31st. Well, with the uh, with the adjustments in time schedule, they had decided to change that to April 1st and uh, and keep the rest of the timeline the same. Well, then they realized that uh, uh, the information was going to get to the states way too late in order to redraw some of those district lines. So it has moved quite a bit. But today, September 30th. If you've not responded by then, there's a really good chance you won't be uh, won't be counted. Mm-hmm. And it'll affect us as a state for the next 10 years. We are talking today with Brent Kisley, the executive director of the Oklahoma Department of Commerce. He's leading the effort in the state of Oklahoma to make sure everybody is counted in the 2020 census. And we're back with Brent on the road to rural prosperity with more on these efforts in just a few moments. Headquartered in Oklahoma City, the Oklahoma Public School Resource Center envisions a quality public education for every child in Oklahoma, and their mission is to drive transformation and increased academic achievement within Oklahoma's public education system. The Resource Center is a nonprofit organization that provides essential resources, professional development, and technical assistance to the state's public schools. They advocate for high-quality instruction for all Oklahoma students and support increasing classroom innovation to provide them a challenging, globally competitive education. The Oklahoma Rural Water Association. They've been representing water and wastewater systems across Oklahoma since 1970. The Oklahoma Rural Water Association was formed to enhance the quality of life in rural Oklahoma through the development and delivery of services and programs for the benefit of ORWA members and the rural people they serve. Thank you for being along with us today here on the Road to Rural Prosperity. And one of the ways that Oklahoma can prosper is to make sure everybody is counted in the 2020 census. So says Governor Kevin Stitt and working for the governor in this effort to make sure everybody is counted in the state of Oklahoma is the executive director of the Oklahoma Department of Commerce, Brent Kisling. Had the chance to sit down in the last few days to talk with Brent about these efforts to make sure everyone is counted in 2020. 
You uh, you mentioned the fact that it, it costs us money. I know you've actually figured the the amount that it does cost us. Yes, it's, it's just over seventeen hundred dollars per person per year. And uh, if you start doing the math on that, uh, we've, we've actually, uh, if you go to okayletscount.org, you can pull up your county and your community and see how much it is costing your, your city or your county if you're 2% undercounted or 5% undercounted. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you that uh, you know, for a city like Tulsa, it's over a billion dollars uh, over the 10 years. And, wow. and for our state, uh, it could be tens of billions of dollars uh, if we're just 5% undercounted. And, uh, and right now, since we're behind the national average, uh, I would suggest that we're leaving money on the table and representation on the table. And, uh, Yano, you and I, uh, last time we talked about the census, you had that goal out there. You wanted to see us be able to uh, obviously retain our uh, congressional seats, but maybe even add one. Yes, if you'll remember, in, in 2000, we spent no time, no money as a state on census. Absolutely none. And we lost our sixth congressional seat, went down to five. Mm-hmm. In 2010, we put zero money toward the census. We did not have a state complete count committee. We did some things in pockets around the state, but nothing as a coordinated statewide effort. Uh, we wanted to cure that ill this year and, uh, and put some dollars behind it, put some manpower behind it. And, and the U.S. Census Bureau is estimating us at 3.95 million people. That's what they think the number is going to be. Uh, we think we can for sure get past 4 million people. Uh, personally, I've got a, vo- a goal of 4.1 million, which would be a, a pretty big task if we could reach that. Um, but uh, I think the work that we did on, on adding data last year and then the big push on the marketing this year is, is really going to help us out there. A lot of folks need to sign up, though, to make that a reality. They really do. And I hope that folks won't be scared of the process. I mean, it, it's nine questions. And if you go through those nine questions, I guarantee you, Ron, there's more information on most people's social media account than, than what is in those nine questions. It is, <laughs> it's not intrusive. It's asking questions about who, how many people live in the house. Do you own the house? Do you rent the house? It's, mm-hmm. it's some simple questions. Questions like that, um, please go and fill it out. If uh, uh, it, it is one of the most secure databases in the country, I, I have one person on my staff that was able to at least get in and see the addresses. They had to go through two months of background checks. We had to identify one room here within the Department of Commerce that was the census room that nobody else could go in or out of. It had to have a dedicated line for them to connect their computer, and it had to be a specific computer that was sent from the U.S. Census Bureau. Uh, I have never been involved in government program wow. that has been this secure, and uh, uh, I guarantee you there's other things out there that are less secure than this. So please fill it out. Okay. One other question beyond the census. What uh, give, me, give me a couple ideas of things that y'all are working on right now that you're real kind of kind of pleased about as far as things that are uh, positive for the state of Oklahoma. Well, the big news right now is is our unemployment rate. As you know, we peaked two months ago at over 14 percent unemployment in our state, which was, I mean, almost reminds you of the 30s. Um, so it, it was devastating. But we have been so fortunate that we bounced back as quickly as we have. And last month, our numbers came out at 6.6%, which ranks us fifth in the nation in unemployment rate. I think that's a great testament to Oklahomans taking care of business. I think it's a great testament to our businesses that have uh, opened up responsibly and have served the needs of, of Oklahoma citizens. And, and you're seeing other folks from other states come in here as well. I've 
We have more companies on our pipeline list right now of companies wanting to move to Oklahoma than we've had in at least five years. Um, People are seeing the way that we treat business in Oklahoma, and they want to be a part of it. And so that's been the most exciting thing thus far. I guess what uh, the challenge right now is out there in the in the oil patch. And I know you're probably having conversations with uh, a lot of those folks on an ongoing basis. It is. In fact, if if the price of oil was eighty bucks, we'd uh, we'd be talking about being number one in the nation in just about everything right now. Uh, it has been such a challenge in oil and gas, and that really hit before COVID. Mm-hmm. And then whenever everybody stopped traveling and and buying automobile fuel and and airline fuel. Uh, it, it really hammered that industry, and and the the tough thing, Ron, is that a lot of a lot of the support programs that have come out of Washington, and even the things that we've been able to do here on the state level, uh, can help a, a, a small business or or maybe somebody in manufacturing. But there are so few things out there that are specifically designed to support the oil and gas industry, and and it it is. It has been a tough deal. I've, probably the number one question I get asked as I've been traveling the state, and we have been traveling quite a bit the last month or so, is what can we do for, for oil and gas prices? And, and I, I tell folks it's a global market uh, that uh, it would be difficult for one state to, uh, to really do something. But what we want to do in Oklahoma is make sure whenever folks do start drilling again that that first well is dr- drilled in Oklahoma. We want to make sure that we are this, the state where folks want to invest capital. And uh, if that's the case, we will bank, bounce back. Thank you, Brent. Brent Kissling, Executive Director of the Oklahoma Department of Commerce, talking about some of their efforts uh, within the energy industry. And, of course, uh, the primary part of our conversation today, talking about this 2020 census effort to get everybody in the state of Oklahoma counted. You've got the opportunity to still be counted if you've not registered for the 2020 census. Deadline really is the end of September. So get cracking. That's all of our time for you today as we travel down the road to rural prosperity. I'm Ron Hayes. We'll see you soon. Thanks for joining us for today's Road to Rural Prosperity podcast. You can join the conversation about how rural Oklahoma can prosper by looking for us on Facebook. And you can find our growing number of conversations on our website, ruralprosperityok.com. The Road to Rural Prosperity podcast series is a production of the Radio Oklahoma Ag Network and OklahomaFarmReport.com. Proud to be a part of the family of the Funk Companies.